Hell yeah. Welcome back to another episode of On the Throne Podcast. With me today is babysitter and bassist of April, Eric Maloche. Did I say, did I say the last name right? Um, Maloche, Maloche, it's all the same. Maloche? Dude, I've known you since, what, like high school? And, yeah. And I still don't know how to pronounce that. You know, I'd go home like grade three and four and ask my parents how to pronounce our last name because it was always different. <laughs> no one ever said it proper. And I, I, it confused me growing up. I'm like, how the hell do we say this name? So, yeah. Now I just it's take anything that starts with an N. If someone goes, mm, I'm like, that's me. That's that's for sure. <laughs> hey, mm. Oh, hey. Yeah. How's, <laughs> how's it going, man? Long time we'll see, man. It's been I know, I know. Forever. You got a real I, job yeah. and... Uh, I, I stuck with rock and roll. That sucks. Like, <laughs> uh, and and how fitting how fitting is is this? It's you know April, and you know we're going into April. So I figured you know first episode of April, why not have the band April on, right? Uh, or someone from the band April, anyway. The guy who who deals with all the crap. Yes. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure, like they deal with some of the crap too, you know. Like, they deal they, with me. Yeah, that's probably the harder end. That's fair. Yeah, that's probably fair. There you go. And they probably have all the women hanging off of them too. They do. I'm the business drunk guy, and they they get all the fun. That sucks. <laughs> so, like, if you were to compare yourself to like uh, a rock and roll legend, who would it be? For myself personally. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I would like to think there's, someone that made a lot of money later on in his life because that's where I'm going. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, honestly. I, I don't. I don't know. I think. Uh, I think. Um, even when we get asked what what does the band sound like and stuff, I feel everyone. Everyone nowadays is rock and roll. Everyone's this. Everyone's that. Um, we just try to be us. I think that's that's the cool thing is that uh, we're all at different stages of our lives. We've all been different paths, and we're all just uh, just true it's there's no there's no crap there's no hiding crap there's no uh we're not holding a, a bottle of jack daniels with the uh, iced tea in it to be cool we're not like this is this is our lives you know we're all parents we all do our thing like this is this is what we do so it's neat just to uh there's no there's no hiding crap it's it's nice that's awesome man i love i love that uh you know watching you you know is you know i've i think i've only seen you once since high school so once in like how long has it been? Like 13, 14 years? I graduated uh, eight years after I was supposed to. So uh, I don't know. Oh, hey, whatever. You <laughs> rock and roll, baby. Right? Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I don't know, man. Watching you on Facebook and whatnot. And I think you worked for my dad for a little bit too, off and on, right? Yep. Yeah. So watching you on Facebook and, and all that stuff and, 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 you know, watching like the evolution of, of Eric is, it's been, you know, pretty interesting actually, you, you know, well, thank you. Turn into a family man and stuff like that. And oh. It's, it's, it's interesting. You know, you wearing less makeup nowadays. Yeah. Those are old natural bags. Yeah. That's <laughs> whatever. So how did, I don't know it, but you were in other bands or a other band uh, uh, back in the day, like you know when I first knew you. Anyway, yeah, I did. Uh, oh, geez, I'm old now. Back uh, I did my <laughs> first, my first actual show. I was in grade eight at Highview. That was my first actual show, and then uh, after that, bands. Yeah, right into the bar scene. 
Um, that I was in duct tape. I was singing in that band for a long time. We did a lot of covers and some originals. And then um, I teamed up with my dad. So I did Spin Dizzy and Kill Go Kill. Toured the States when I was 17 years old. Um, then, yeah, then after that, April, that would come next. So I remember Kill, 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 and I remember Spinning, right? I, I remember those, I remember, you know, those two being a part of it, all, like your face and, and whatnot. Um, are you there? Yeah, you, yeah, okay. It just disappeared for a sec. But I remember, I remember, you know, Spin Dizzy and Kill, Kill, Kill always on your Facebook, right? And so, like, you know, how how did April come about? Like, what was the evolution to April? And and like and you know what happened with Spin Dizzy? What happened with Kill Kill Kill? And then you know, April. So, uh, well, with Spin Dizzy and Kill Kill Kill, um, my dad was the main songwriter in both those bands, um, and then he needed a bass player, and he basically was just learning these songs. Okay, and then that was great. It was killer tour, did a lot of stuff. I learned a lot of the business um, through him, so it was awesome. Um, I had my son had passed away 10 years ago, right? So um just trying to keep my head straight, playing, you know, we did a cover band, I was playing all the time, but I had these original tunes that I was working on, but I didn't have a band, I had nothing. Um so I took a deal where I went and recorded some bass tracks for this country album, and in 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 payment, they would give me studio time. So I was like, okay, yeah, let's do this. And then it dawned on me, I don't have a band, I just have these songs that I've come up with so i need to put a whole band together and uh so i put an ad on facebook and thankfully um my drummer that i've now pj he uh him and i had played together he, he hopped on board um so we went into these early demos and then from there it was just uh non-stop like it this this is my my creative outlet right this is what keeps me sane april's uh my baby um my dad's got some health issues right now he's taking care of so probably when he's when he's feeling better we'll probably do a couple more spin dizzy shows for sure uh, but April, yeah, that was just my uh, my getaway from dealing with all the crap and uh, dealing with my son and that kind of thing. Has it already been ten years? Ten years since he passed away. Yeah. Ten wow, years, man, January, that's yeah. that's wild. I remember I remember hearing about that on 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 Facebook and whatnot, right? Like seeing it, and you know, obviously with everyone else we went to school with, and, and that was you know that was you know had a connection with you. It was like, damn that's that's harsh and back then i didn't have kids right so like it was just like well of course no one ever wants to lose a kid it's 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 shitty um but of course now you know 10 years later i've got two and dude i couldn't even imagine couldn't even imagine that that that's like so how old was he was your son how old was he so uh so xander was just so his birthday uh the end of april so he was just shy of his second birthday um when he passed away. So that's where the name April comes from is um, with the kids and stuff, uh, you know, always that promise, you know, one day we'll be good. We'll everything will work out. Um, and then with him not physically being here, uh, we called the band April so that he's still a part of it. He's still there with us. Um, you know, he's, he's still part of the team. So we're, uh, we're kicking ass with him. Right. So. That's awesome, man. I love that. Um like I, I don't know i don't know if you want to talk about that at, at all anymore or anything like that um sander yeah that's see i do remember his name because like yeah. shit sander because you got you got five kids right five yeah 
Good for you, yeah. buddy. Five. How do you do Wild. that? I know, I know, I know. Yeah, yeah. Five kids. How do you do that? So you put your penis in a vagina, right? And then no way. Okay, <laughs> tell, tell me more. I'm listening. Tell me more. No, honestly, like my my oldest, he's uh, he just turned 14. Um, so he he's uh he's get we're getting ready for his grade eight grad now. We're going to get a suit tomorrow, and it's uh it's it's so Shit. wild, bro. It's it's he's in high school next year, and I'm like, oh fuck, man, like the girls come soon, and the you know it's like oh god, uh, like you know. Then my daughter, she's 10. She's in competitive dance now, so she's, you know, doing all these dances, and I'm like, oh god, oh here we go. I don't know if I can handle this. <laughs> um, then my next son, Jet, he's eight, but he's he's a mini me. He's uh, the band. He's he everything like that's he's fun. Like that's his thing. And then uh, my youngest, Tyson, he'll be two at the end of April as well. So it's busy, a busy, uh, busy life, a busy. Um, yeah, it's, it's hectic. It's, it's, you know, one's 14, the other one's two. It's, uh, <laughs> I started over yeah. again. You know? It's crazy, bro. It's nuts, but I wouldn't it. I love it. They, uh, I've reached that age now where I'm like, they say slang words and I'm like, oh, I'm not cool anymore. I don't know what this means. And I have to ask. And it's like, no, oh, you know, I've fallen out of being cool, but it's awesome, man. They, they, they give me the energy. They keep me going. And, um, you know, they're all active in the band. Um, all the, all the like music video shoots, they're always there um when we're working on tunes and we're tracking new demos my daughter's there to you know work the laptop for us and so it, it's really awesome they're all very much a part of it how old is your daughter she's 10. isn't it crazy that a 10 year old's like oh, don't worry i got the laptop oh yeah 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 <laughs> and it's and it's funny to me like for us like you know a bunch of like grown men like you know you know you're an hour in and we're like fuck let's take a break but she's just sitting there hitting a couple buttons she's like no go again no she, like doesn't phase her you know she's not a, you know for us we're like you know and it's our work it's our pro you know we have to get this project done and she's like no keep going it's fine and she's so like just calm relaxed then and then she'll break out these dances and i'm like why are you shaking your ass like that stop stop you know, you know yeah. <laughs> it changes everything right my uh my five-year-old knows how to run a laptop or or an ipad better than i ever have my three-year-old is starting to learn how to run, oh run a, an ipad and it's like man like when i was three man i was like just outside trying to get my clothes dirty right trying to piss my parents off yeah, how can somehow you yeah. <laughs> yeah right oh i was, no, they have no problem I was born before the internet and they're like what like they're so blown away and i'm like you know it's, this is the way it is man can you can you imagine that like nowadays you know it, it's hard to imagine life without it but there was a time and we got and we were a part of that time yeah right? like this bring, physically bring did not your exist. house no saving games none of it and my kids are like what and i'm like there was no communication you, you just you brought your system over you you didn't save you couldn't save things you had to restart and, nope. and they're like what that, that what and i'm like i know it's scary it's a scary time i know <laughs> they're just so blown away by it right yeah you didn't know whether or not your friend was home you so oh. you took everything you had just in case he was and you made that trick knocked on the door chances are he might not have been there right chances are he yeah, and you walk all the way back, and then on the way back, you ran it. You run into someone else who's you know up to no good, right? Or, or having fun, and and you just hook up with them, and you're like, "Hey, cool, where are we going?" Right? And uh, I don't know. Do you remember Michael McIntyre? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. So I actually have a story about that guy, and I um, it was Christmas time. I don't know the year. I can't remember how old we were. 
But it was around Christmas time. And remember those big fat light bulbs? Like how amazing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Remember how, um, I don't know. Did you ever steal any and pop them? I never did anything like that. I was the same. Dude. Like the, I couldn't figure out a word for it. Yeah. I'm sure you were. I couldn't figure <laughs> out. A, I couldn't figure out a word for it uh, back then, but 30 mid 30 year old me now is thinking orgasmic. Right. Yeah. Like throwing that, throwing that light bulb up and right. Like, the way it popped uh, was orgasmic, right? And so, looking back on it, something as simple was so satisfying. That was like, yeah, that was awesome. But it was bad, right? Like, so there's a house across from Hampton Park, um, you know, where uh, Hampton Heights used to be. Yeah. Um, there's a house across from there that was lit up, very, very well lit up uh, with these light bulbs. Mike and I, what met up one random evening we were just i was at the park he was at the park and he's like man those light bulbs sound so cool when they pop absolutely let's go get a bunch so we start robbing the house across the street of these light bulbs next thing you know over the course of three days there's no lights left on this house oh my gosh right <laughs> so we start like spreading out over the neighborhoods we start bringing garbage bags with us Holy and then we got smart we got caught a couple times and we're like, oh, I was just looking for my tennis ball, right? And it's winter time. What the fuck are you doing with my <laughs> yeah, tennis well, ball? Right. <laughs> so I started carrying the tennis ball with me. And then uh, you know, uh I'd put it in the bush and then I'd be like, oh, I found my ball. Thank you so much. If they came out, right? Wow. And uh, oh yeah, no, we buried some at that park. And then, you know, at the end of the Christmas season, we just throw pop, 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 throw them all wow. in the air. So, uh, <laughs> dude it was yeah that's crazy yeah mike mike and i had a good time yeah <laughs> the first time i met him he uh he went to school with my brother michael actually and he came to my house and uh this one's the i was living with my parents and uh my dad's like before we get home this bar this uh, lawnmower better be built and my brother michael showed up with mike mcintyre and i'm like you ever built a lawnmower he's like yeah i'm like okay build it and he built my lawnmower before my dad got home for me and that was yeah i was doing his uh lawnmower kid that was the only way i remembered him for so long yeah that was my lawnmower kid, kid. Yeah, that's lawnmower awesome kid. He built this lawnmower for me it was awesome that kid i i uh i, I uh, talked to his sister well i haven't talked to her in a long time but we follow each other on facebook and um mike his mom won like the lottery or something a few wow. years back and gave him a bunch of it or I don't know how much it was, but like, I, you know, he, he got, he went like on a crazy spending spree there where he was buying like the Texas chainsaw mat, like one of the actual Texas chainsaws from the Texas chainsaw massacre. And he had all these cool things, man. I wow. thought it was pretty wild. And I think he bought a house too, or something like that. I remember he did get a house. I didn't remember he did get a house. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. he was like he was pro marijuana. That was his thing. I was, I was, yeah. Oh Yeah. I think he's still into that. Uh, we don't talk anymore. I don't know what happened there, but whatever. We don't talk anymore. And, you know, um, I remember, what did we call him? Big Mac? I think we called him Big Mac. I, that sounds very familiar. Yeah, I think I think Michael McIntyre was Big Mac, right? Yeah, that's what it was. That sounds very familiar. <laughs> um, so, hey, speaking of your dad, you were talking about your dad. So, like, your dad... Um, it, he was in bands too and is in your in spin dizzy right yep. and so like did he grow up in that scene too yeah so i mean 
my parents, when I was born, they were only 17, right? They were young. Um, my whole life, I remember my dad always played music. Like that was, that's exactly where I picked up from him his whole life. And um, yeah, he's been doing it forever. Like he, he, a lot of people, you know, around here in the Hamilton area, like they're very respectful of him. He's done a lot for himself. He's toured the States. He's, he had a video on much music before much music. That's all. cool. Reality TV. Yeah. And I'll never forget it. Uh, the video for spin dizzy go. And it was on this, this show is from 12 to one. And we left school and we're at my grandma's house and D 12 purple Hills came on and then it was spin dizzy go. And then the, the hour ended and that's, that's, and I'll never forget. My dad's like, is our video going to play? And he's all sitting there all nervous. Like, is it going to air or not? And then D 12 comes on and then spin dizzy. It was like, this is the wildest thing. And I always remember that. That's cool, man. So like, what what position i don't know is it a position what what does he do in a band like what is his uh position in the band i guess so he he was always he was always a bass player like when i was younger he was always playing bass always played bass and then um when he put spin dizzy together he was playing bass and singing um and then with kill 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 he he we tracked everything at my at their old house we tracked everything him and i on the laptop um i worked laptop for him he, he did all the guitars all the bass he did everything himself and then when it was time to do the live shows, he switched to rhythm guitar. And that's when I started playing bass for him. Um, and then when that was kind of slowing down a bit, we he re-put together Spin Dizzy and he was just singing. And I was playing bass for him. And then he had a guitar player drummer. Um, now he's now still to this day, he's still writing killer tunes, great, great tunes, great melodies and everything. But he's doing all the all the guitars himself, all the bass himself. He's he's very talented. He's he's got a good ear. So that's awesome. Does Okay, so is it on uh, any of his stuff, like from back in the day, and I guess now is it on like Apple and stuff like that and Spotify? The Spin Dizzy stuff. So I think Spin Dizzy goes on. It's on YouTube. Um, okay. I'm not sure what he's doing. He's got some new stuff right now. He's working. He has some health issues recently um, that kind of like really slowed him down and stuff. Um, so he's waiting for a couple operations to come up this year, but he, he's still got ideas. He's ready to go. It's just he's got to be healthy first, right? That's his. Uh, that's his biggest thing. Yeah. So. And that, that's the most important at the end of the day, you know, like it's, uh, yeah. I love them. I love playing with them. I love all that stuff. But like, you're not collapsing 20 minutes on the show, <laughs> you know, your health matters. So it's, uh, but once he's, once he's ready, everything will be up for sure. Everything will be online for sure. Man, legendary. That's, that's crazy. Uh, yeah. I love that, you know, you know, it's something that's kind of, you know, passed down from, from your dad to you. Right. Yeah, I love being, and it's awesome. <laughs> well it's not that bad is it? you know and i tell people all the time like people are like oh you know like uh like i never disney movies that i've seen bambi when i was 14 for the first time like I, I grew up with like kiss meets the phantom of the park or uh guns N' roses live at the ritz like it, they, you know i've seen lion king and stuff but like it wasn't we weren't really like super disney you know like my parents were young but uh for me it's like i always say like you know, guys went fishing with their dads, guys worked on guitars or, you know, cars with their dads. You know, you did all that stuff. For me, it was, uh, I was 17 years old, the fake ID going on tour in the States with my dad. Um, you know, did all these cool gigs, you know, a party bus to Toronto, do a show in Toronto. Like, it's different, but to me, that that's what I love. Like, that was the, that was my fishing. That was my working on a car. That was my, you know, that was killer to me. Um, the memories I have there, they're great. Not not terrible, terrible things, but like can't talk about them all. Like when you're sitting with your dad working on a car, you can talk about all that. When you're playing rock and roll, you can't really talk about everything. And that's that's killer. That's a, that's a different foundation. So 
you're not talking like like the words in the music are talking right you're, you're right. talking in the riff you know what i mean dude i don't even know what a riff is i just you know you're talking in it the riff good, you're talking, you got it right on cue yeah That's right, right? <laughs> hey man i thought so for a second there you know your 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 language is in the riff your language is you know it's in it's in the chorus right and that's and that's where it is you know and that's of course that's that's fucking that's a big thing to me that's uh i'm not a, i'm not a fan of long songs i'm not like guitar solos uh with april the motto is let's not bore us get to the chorus like that that's where we go let's sing along let's have a good time let's you know that that's a big thing so that's awesome man so with april like what what was your did you guys find success right away from the because you know you were in spin dizzy and kill 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 and did, did you have a following that kind of followed you over there and and whatnot so with uh when we put april together and so this was we did our first show april 19th 2019 so right before covid um did the first gig things were good we were uh we had music videos where like, things were going well for us we were looking at a couple of festivals um we had management and then COVID shuts everything down. It was like, oh, what the hell do we do? Um, now, the good thing is like, and, and a lot of a lot of people don't realize how much business is actually involved with being a musician. Uh, for us, it's not like we're not playing Hamilton Saturday, Hamilton Thursday. Like, we're, we're trying to make a career of this, or you know, something. Like, we're we're doing this proper. So there's a lot of business. So when COVID happened, it was like, okay let's breathe, let's work on new material, let's get a game plan, let's focus on other things that we can't, you know, whatever, we'll do our thing. Um, so it was good for us. Then things started opening up and it shut down again. So it was kind of that whole, like, how do you, you got to keep people engaged, you got to keep people excited. And I'm sure you know that too. So it's content, content. It was like, we dropped the first music video because uh, things opened up, put a date out, things locked down again. It was like, Oh, we're dropping a music video and we can't even go do a gig. This is <laughs> this is awesome. Like, what do you do? Uh, but thankfully it did well. Like the songs speak for themselves. We do well for ourselves. Um what the cool thing with this band is that um like PJ and I played together years and years ago, tour of Spin Dizzy. We did all that stuff together, so we know. Um, but a lot of people get like that whole like, oh, PJ and Eric are playing together again, so people are coming out. Um, the live show and i'm confident with it. it speaks for itself it's high energy it's catchy all the songs are i always write hooks not just in course catchy i want i want that drunk guy who's in the front row who can't sing to be involved i want that <laughs> involvement i want everybody to forget your problems for 35 minutes let's party let's have a good time like that's what it's all about um and, and that's what we always geared for so we do get a good reaction we get a good turnaround um Sometimes in the beginning, it was kind of like, oh, you guys don't party like you used to. I'm like, yeah, I'm a dad now. I'm a, I got to go home to my kids soon. <laughs> like you know, Things change. It's different. But yeah. it, it, and we're more mature now. Like this, you know, it, it's so different. I don't know how to explain it. The energy is there. The live energy with COVID. A lot of people did um, like the webcast, like the stream, like live streaming of concerts yep. and stuff. Yep. Um, we were offered so many. I, I just kept turning them down. I'm like, I just don't feel the energy would be captured through a you know through a streaming thing we did end up taking one in niagara falls uh which was great it was cool we had fun it was awesome my kids were there you know we had fun with it but it works well like streaming and um certain things work well for other musicians whereas it doesn't work well for our type of music for us we're more fan engaged let's be loud let's party have a good time um we're not like a coffee shop we're not like uh you know come and this is gonna sound really cocky we're not like a come play in the corner of a bar 
with a little PA type band. Like we need the stage. We like to, you know, the lights. So it's it's a it's an energy show, right? Like that's that's something we strive for. So what's what's the biggest show you've ever like what's the biggest audience you've ever played in front of? Uh myself personally, we well PJ and actually we got hired to play in a band. Uh this was Toronto in 20 2018, I think. I don't know. Uh, at the Phoenix, it was like 2,000 people. Um, wow. Yeah, it was wild. That was a yeah. That was a good night. That was crazy. It was uh, it was fun. We you know we got hired to play with this guy. It was it was good. It was a good time. Um, yeah, I crashed my car. Then I come home. That was so stupid. So, so, so. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it was just a long night. It was just yeah. But no, it was a great time. It was awesome. You know. But to me, I, I, I that was a big crowd. But I have more memories from when we're playing, like, you know, the April show and there's 200 people there. I remember those faces. I remember that interaction. Whereas that's like a bigger stage, uh, you know, which is the goal. But it's not that personal. It's not that, you know, it's different. You know, it's, it's a totally different vibe. Did you ever play at the Underground? Way back in the day. Yep. Yes, we did. Is that place still open? No. No, that's sad. I I never went. But, you know, you know, uh, Porcelain, Porcelain Youth. Yep. And, yep. uh, you know, I think you guys played there, right? They played there all the time. Yeah. So Porcelain Youth, you guys, uh, you know, there was a, our school was actually really good for, or really big for like bands. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there were some really good bands that came out of Sherwood. And tomorrow, that was another Faceless one. Tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who's in that? Was that Tyler? Tyler. Tyler yeah. Tyler. Tyler uh, Matt. Matt. Uh, Tyler. Yeah. Yeah. Man, Tyler, have you have you seen what Tyler's up to these days? No. So I have Tyler on Instagram. Tyler, I think, lives in Las Vegas. Holy crap. And like he is some sort of like business guy or some shit. I don't know what he does, but he makes wow. a fuck ton of money doing it. Wild. Yeah, and he's still jacked, still a little short. You guy know what's so like funny? I was, that's the way I was thinking with Tyler. I'm like, when people are like, yeah. Tyler, I'm like, Tyler, like. Like Tyler, I'm like little Tyler, Jack Tyler. Yeah, I'm like that's yeah. that's the way I always remember him. He's still jacked. I think he's more jacked now. If that's possible. Wow. You know, like he's he's you know just living in Las Vegas. And I, I last time I checked, he was living in Las Vegas anyway. So yeah, I think about that because like, like a lot of people that you know we went to school to some, you know they don't have the kids and all the family in the, Las Vegas. They get to do all these cool opportunities and stuff. And I'm like, I always think about it. And I'm like. It sounds so fascinating. It sounds like, don't get me wrong, it's amazing. That's great. But yeah. like, you know, I was thinking, like, if I was on that route, I probably would end up dead. I don't think, like, I'd love, like, I love the party. I love the whole, like, the rock and roll thing. I love it. So my kids kept me grounded. I'm very thankful that, that I'm, yeah. you know, I'm still here for that, you know, because I, I don't think, uh, I don't think anything good would have happened if I would have ended up somewhere out there partying for. Did did you as you know when you think of rock and roll and 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 partying and stuff like that and you mix the two together? Did you ever go down like the substance abuse uh, road with with that? For sure, for sure. Um, and it sounds so stupid. It's like yeah, I played a rock band. Of course, we did drugs. Blah blah blah. Um, but not like that. It's like um, you know, I, uh, even a couple guys in the band stuff like that. They they have their addictions. They've all beat their addictions. They're all doing well. Um, no, like I'm, I'm proud of them. I love that. Like it's great. Um, you get caught up in parties sometimes. There's you know, the odd line. Yeah. There's odd like whatever. Um, now with everybody and and everybody, every profession stuff like that. It's, it's either you, you can handle it or you can't handle it. And 
when you're at this age, it's, you need, you should have an idea like, Hey, I shouldn't do this because I become a different person or I become, you know, it's being responsible at that point. So, um, can I, can I do a bunch of drugs? Of course I can. I'm a champion. That's what I was doing. No, I'm just <laughs> uh, but no, but that's my whole thing is I just, I, to me, I don't care people, you know, it's around, it's always around. It's, it, I worked in kitchens. It's around in kitchens. I worked, you know, concrete, it's in concrete, sandblasting, sandblasting. It's, it's everywhere. Drugs are everywhere. I seen this meme one time. It's so true. It's uh, when you grow up, there's two things that you'll realize cheese is expensive and everyone does drugs. It's just, that's the whole, <laughs> this, this is the way it is, right? Um, uh, I just did drugs for the first time, like this past summer. What? Yeah, I tried an edible. 2.5 milligrams. Fucked me up. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. Like, I'm fucking, I, I get this, I got this weed pen to help me sleep sometimes. And, because uh, I don't really feel it. Sometimes I get this, like, one time I lay in bed, I'm like, are my feet floating? And I'm like, I can see my feet aren't floating. But, like, in my head, I'm like, they're floating. I'm, <laughs> I'm freaked out. Or one time I ordered, I came home and I was laying on the couch. Kids weren't home and I uh, smoked this weed pen. And I ordered two Panzerati's. Well, then the kids came home and I'm like, you've got to be shitting me. Now I'm like freaked out. I'm not doing anything wrong, but I'm panicking. And the doorbell goes off. I'm like, who the fuck's here? I'm like freaking out. It's pizza guy. So I'm trying to find <laughs> a wallet and it's in my hand. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. Like, oh my God. So I uh, took this pants around to bed and I woke up with garlic dip across my carpet. Like it was not a good fuck. Uh, yeah. It's not, weed, weed is not for me. I'm just not a. Not a Casey, not a Casey and I took the edible for the first time together. Uh, she followed, she came not followed she came with me on the road while i was working last summer you know we we moved around a lot and that was the first summer um that i got to see my family a lot in a couple of years right um so you need I, spent, I got you <laughs> I, I spent well i spent 20 days at home in two years wow. and and that was hard mentally that fucked with me right and you know covid made it difficult but I also didn't want to go to Hamilton. And so, you know, I moved them yeah. closer and we moved back to Alberta. And, you know, so we, we got closer and I, and you no, know, I, I brought her with me everywhere and my boss was cool with it. And my kids were always there. My kids became a part of the crew, actually. Like they were like the crew mascots. It was, it was, they would be there after work, um, sitting out the way at the, Sitting at the window of the hotel room, screaming at everybody as they come in. Hey, how was your day? Hey, hey, I, I hope you had a good day today, right? And I heard through the grapevine that a couple of people didn't like it because, you know, it reminded them of home. It reminded yeah. them of what they were missing. Understandable, right? But my boss had my back on it. He, they're like, hey, you know, uh, I go work on a road crew in the summertime, and then I come back to the oil field in the sun, in the winter. And, you know, I'm one of the only guys there that, um, that works year round. I go back here and, and, and a lot of those guys, they take the summer or the winter off and they hang out with their family. And my boss said, Hey, you know, the guy doesn't stop, you know, he doesn't get to see his family as much as you guys do. Yeah. You know, like let him have it. Right. And they became they became more understanding as it went on, which was, was kind of nice. Um, you know, it was, it was getting hard. I, I didn't know. I didn't know if this lifestyle was for me anymore because I wasn't home as much. I, I contemplated quitting or I thought about it. You know, I was, do I want this? You know, how badly do I want this anymore? Right. It's, and, and the answer now is, you know, I've evolved back so many times in the last two years. I went through my own mental health shit 
during that two year period where I was, you know, gone. And, you know, uh, I, I come full circle from that. It was, it was insane. It was, it was just insane. It went from like, where do I fit in, in this industry now? Do I belong here? Do I want to belong here? Right. Is and it is it worth it anymore? Right. And then, you know, what do I, and then came the, the self doubt as well as like, well, if I leave, what do I do? All I've known is this, what do I do? Right. And, and how do I make that transition? And it became very scary. Right. And then, you know, and then I learned, had to learn how to, I don't want to say love myself because I've always loved myself, but I've always had to, I had to relearn how to uh, trust myself in my decision-making and, and, you know, learn how to love my job again, learn how to love the industry, learn how to love everything that, you know, look what it's given us. Look what it's given my family. You know what I mean? And I had to learn how to do that. And TikTok was a big part of that, right? TikTok was a huge part of that, which just sounds so weird to say that like an app originally designed for children <laughs> helped me get help me get back up help me get back onto the path I needed to be on. But it's yeah. awesome though. Like it's uh you know, in, in the same way like with us with the band and stuff, it's so with April, it's like how far do I want to push this? Like, you know, I enjoy I enjoy the shows, I enjoy, you know, we do Southern Ontario, I enjoy that and it's you know when it comes time to go away, like, you know, how committed are we? Because you, you know, ultimately um, with myself and with my drummer PJ, it's, you know, we're the guys. So we put our name on the contract. We're responsible for it. So it, you know, it's, if I don't go, I'm screwed. Um, and, and it's not just myself. It's the other three guys in the band as well. You know, if one of them fucks up, I'm responsible for that. And it's, uh, it's scary. It's, it's definitely scary. And, and being away from family. And, and I always say, you know, we can FaceTime. There's so much technology out there now. You can, but it's not the same as, you know, it's not. hearing, hearing your kid run across the floor and it's, it's not the same as getting that hug. And it's not the same as, you know, look what I did. And it, it, it's, it's so different. And, uh, and it's scary for a lot of people. And then, you know, and that's good that you, you figured it out. Like it's, it, a lot of people don't realize how, how hard that can be on one person. Like in that, oh, yeah. that and in your choice, does it affect, you know, your wife and kids? It's bro, I get it 110%. That's the whole mental health, and it affects other parts of your life, which now it's a roller coaster, right? It's so yeah, oh, yeah. it's scary, man. It's it, and life is scary, and, and I mean, you're doing it, you're out there, you know, you've been in Alberta for how long now? You're 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 killing it, right? So kudos to you, brother. Yeah, man, you know, and it's it's got to the you know, I, I've learned how to use the internet. And, and TikTok and Facebook and stuff like that and Instagram. I learned how to use it in my favor, right? Where, you know, people just go on and they scroll. Well, you know, it's fine and dandy, but you're not using it to its full potential. There's a lot of money to be made. 100%. Right? If you unlock it. I had Emma Stone on my podcast a few weeks ago. You know, Oilfield Medic turned OnlyFans. Uh, you know, like she's on OnlyFans now, right? And you know, she's, it's gotten her to the point where she doesn't need to be in the oil field anymore. If she doesn't want to be, she has, uh, I don't know if she fully trusts it yet, but she is working towards, you know, having that be her full-time income in the future. Right. We're right now, like she made, she made enough money where she, you know, she totally could have replaced her job 
100%. She made the same, if not more, as she did in the oil field on OnlyFans in a year. That is crazy, right? Yeah, like That's not. Yeah, it's just but, your. But it's yeah. still scary. And, 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 and kudos to her. Like, a, the, and you know, too, time consumption. It's it's crazy. Like, for us with the band, it's, you know, all the time when you're submitting something or someone wants to see something, it's, well, let us see your, um, your social media pages and blah, blah. It's like. It's not as active or as busy as it should be because the time, number one, the money you got to put into that to, to promoting yourself. It's it's all that, uh, you know, it, it's a lot of work. People don't realize the amount of work. And then just on top of that, your, your everyday stuff, you know, making the phone call or 10 minutes to yourself to lay in bed and just, you know, lay there. Like people don't get it. And it's... Uh, like you're doing it, you're doing a great job with everything you're doing. It's curly, like you're you're really killing it out there. It's but it's tough. It's time consuming, like you said. Oh, I didn't upload something, and Ooh. then you go crazy, and you know, and it's nuts, bro. It's it's yeah, yeah. People don't realize, and then kudos to people out there doing it. And it, there's a, there's a million ways to make money. You gotta believe in yourself is number one. That that's the uh, once you get, once you get past that barrier, and you you know you're the guy, and you know you can do this. That's that's step one. Absolutely. Absolutely. It is. And yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. And it helps to have a supporting cast at home. Right. It helps to, you know, to have someone backing you and, 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 and being like, Hey, you know what? I believe in you too. Cause you know, it, as much as believing in yourself is amazing. You need to have other people to believe in you as well. As much as we say that we don't, we do. We, we do. 100%. I, I always say a team. You, you need a team. There's no, yep. it's, uh, and your team, you, you have you it. Four people, you have to have a team. You have to. You can't, you can't do everything by yourself. It just doesn't work like that. It's, uh, what, it, what is your, what's your woman's name there? It's um, Magdalena. Uh, Magdalena. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I never know how to pronounce it when I see it. I but every time I see you on Facebook and you like tag her in some where she tags you in some, I just spend the next like hour or so just saying <laughs> that name like Magdalena, Magdalena, Magdalena. Yeah. You know, yeah, Magdalena, Magdalena, Magda. Yeah. How long you guys been together for? <laughs> <laughs> uh, four years now. Good for you. And you guys, do you guys have any kids together? The youngest together, yeah. The young, yeah, the youngest, yeah. Tyson, yeah. yeah. It's three, right? Tyson. Two, he'll be two at the end of April, April twenty second. <sighs> yeah, time, man, just, time flies, man. man. And it's crazy. I was thinking about the kids, and you know, the hardest question for me is like, and uh, like with the kids doing all their school paperwork, it's like, okay, their birth date. I'm like, mm. and then the year, <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm like, I'm like, I can never remember. And it's like, because there's so many of them. <laughs> <laughs> no shit when their birthday's coming they'll remind me all week i'll know when their birthday's coming because they don't let me forget it when i have to fill out a paperwork i can never remember when the goddamn birthday is like it's just it kills me every time <laughs> you're so, i think you're you yeah you got a whole line in hockey going on there i know that's more i can have my orchestra i wanted holy shit dude you could technically you could be the jackson five. Oh god then we'd have to have talent we have to rehearse, <laughs> and I hate rehearsing. <laughs> so, so as you were saying, like you know, making the phone call and 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 posting. Oh, should I forgot to post, right? 
that's where I kind of have it a little easier than you because like, you know, there are times where it's like, I have, I hit a creative block, right? I, I don't know what to post that day or I haven't had time to scroll the FYP on TikTok or Instagram or Facebook and get ideas. Right. So like, I hit a creative block and that's where, you know, like I easily go back to a video that I already posted like two years ago when I didn't have as many followers and maybe, you know, there's like an extra 30,000 of them now. And it's like, well, shit, maybe they, no one's gone that far back to look. All right, cool. I'll take this old video and I'll throw it up now, right? See how it goes. Or one that I did a few months back that, you know, fuck it. Why not post that out again, right? Yeah. You know, just I, I do that a lot when I'm on days off, right? Because, you know, I'm not at work. I don't have the hard hat and the coveralls with me. I thought about carrying them with me. You should get I, a little backpack, your special backpack. You my special backpack, Dora's backpack. Yeah, and, and you know, it's it's tough, man. It, it, I totally I totally get it. But, like, for you, like, man, like, you can't sit there and be like you know what like shit they've already heard this song uh can, can you post it again i don't know can you post it again i'm pretty sure it, it helps right so for us right now with april um we uh so we did we did a bunch of um i don't want to say demos we paid they're, they're good recording stuff um but we changed singers um at the end of last year um we brought in a guy much more suitable for us good joe towers way better it's, it's just things are moving quicker um, so we went in the studio to re-record some songs with um, Kevin Dietz, who did like Glorious Sons, Alexa on Fire, like wow, well, well, no, like really well. So for me right now, it's like you know I share stuff, but it's got the old singer on it. Um, but I'm so proud of it. I'm so proud of my work. I'm still you know it's still what I wrote. I know what it is. Um, but then at the same time, it's like you get this momentum going, things start going good, and then um, I can't write a song. It's like I, I can't. I just can't write, and I and I. Last time, I think I went like two and a half months without, I couldn't even just get anything out of me. I couldn't get riffs, I, nothing. I couldn't write. Now, um, thankfully, and hopefully I'm not jinxing myself, um, I've been writing like a madman. Like the new April stuff is uh, still rock. It's still very, uh, you know, upbeat, very, um, but it, it's it's very catchy. And it's almost, um, it's it's got that whole like, uh, you know, go fuck yourself type type vibe behind it now and uh with the older stuff it's there you know it's that whatever but this is more uh more direct more you're standing up for yourself now more fuck you this is what i'm doing um calling scenarios out and i never write he or she it's always general just i i i so people relate to it more um but i really think these new tunes are something that uh people are going to really adapt to people are going to really feel this stuff uh especially with everything that's been going on the last couple years the whole like you know being locked up and you know a lot of people with their bullshit and then the depression and being put down and stuff i feel these new tunes are kind of uh you know they're gonna be facebook statuses and, and stuff you know people are gonna be oh. people are gonna be excited about this stuff so man have you had someone use like a, a part of your song as a facebook status so yeah it, you know it's crazy so we um we did a show a couple weeks ago in toronto and um this this gentleman came up to us and he was talking. He's like, I really like your stuff. Blah, blah, yeah, okay, everything was good. But because of the singer change, we're trying not to promote too much. Just follow us. You know, we'll figure it out. Um, yeah. And he's blowing up her Instagram. He's like, I really want this song you guys played, blah, blah. So the one song, it's called Bite Your Tongue. We had never released it before. We have, we have a demo of it. We never released it. And this kid was like, just would not stop messaging us. And I was like, I called PJ and I'm like, PJ, like, I got to send this kid the song. Like, I'm I like, it's what we do it for. This kid wants it, like, you know, whatever. Now he's like, uh, he's 
posting, and he's the only one who has it besides the band, but he, he's now posting like photos of himself and they're edited and it's got lines from the song on it and he tags the band all the time. And I'm like, it's cool. This is what we, you know, was what we want from this kid. And, uh, it, you know, the next music video, because I think we're, that's the song we're going to do a music video for. I'm like, we got to bring this kid in. Like, I got to get him into this video because he, he loves this song. This is, you know, he, he's seen us live one time and he's like, I can't remember what it's called, but it's something like, you can't stop me now. And, and I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. He's like, you know, you can't break me down. I'm like, oh, by your tongue. So he remembered these lines of the song, you know, a couple of days later to be able to message me to get that tune or where could he get this tune? So yeah, stuff like that all the time is awesome. Like uh, the kids too are, you know, like my kids' friends like, oh, I saw your video on YouTube. And I'm like, oh yeah. And I'm like, you look different. I'm like, oh, cool. I'm, I'm in my track pants right now. We're not doing the band. <laughs> so, so, you know, it's cool. But yeah, no, it's, uh, you know, sometimes you'll see and and what people share, that's another big thing. Or, or I'll get messages from people who have seen stuff online that I haven't connected with in years. And they'll be like, I thought that was you, man. This is awesome. You know, you know, it's great to see you come this far. Blah, blah, and it, so that's cool too, right? So yeah, it's neat. It's it's it strokes my ego a little bit. I really like that. <laughs> nah, that is pretty cool, man. Actually, that's you know, that's that's the whole reason why you guys do this, right? To, to you write music for I'm sure you write it to you already said to keep yourself sane and, and and whatnot but you you write music to entertain right and, yeah. and and it's working right and that's that's incredible right who did you think 10 years ago that you'd be here i thought i'd be rich by now it sucks i'm not gonna <laughs> no. no you know what and, and the crazy thing was again that was the whole thing like and especially like like because before xander had died and stuff like i i stopped drinking and like literally i was like not drinking or anything for like 30 days i got a job in an office and then uh i was in training and and then the the boss came down and he's like um i got dismissed from the strength thing and was like what the hell's going on and then you know taking home in a cop car and all this happened so it was like it sounds funny but it's like man like when i when i tried in it's, it's whatever but like when i tried to do you know get a real job and try to do this and try to do that and stuff and i was like you know my son passed away then afterwards it was like how, how what do i do from here like what the only thing I knew was to play music. That was the, you know, I wrote songs and, and that was my, my sanity, you know, sitting in the basement with acoustic guitar, writing songs and not knowing where they would be 10 years later, you know, with April, I didn't know that at the time, but it was, I had this, this instinct, this feeling, this, I have to write this. I, you know, this is what's getting it out for me. Um, and I'll, I'll at the same time, trying to remember, I have, I have other kids to raise too, right? Cause I had Logan and Layla. So still had two other kids I had to take care of um, and myself. So there, there was no, Let's just go get fucked up. There was no, it couldn't be like that, right? It was okay. Time, time to put your big boy pants on and you know, do what you have to do to figure things out. So, thankfully, these songs, you know, they they helped me. Um, none of them are, are, you know, about Xander passing away or anything like that. Um, and, and with April, we don't usually tell people like you know the band name or like I I told you where it was from tonight. Um, but a, a big thing is I just don't want the, the sympathy. I feel you know like you know some people, oh you know that to me. I, you like it or you don't like it. I don't, I don't care. It's the same with me. Yeah. I'm, I'm not everyone's cup of tea. You like me or you don't like me. I, don't, I really don't care. My life my life goes on every day. So, um, you know, I've been to the bottom. I've been to the top. Maybe not the top, but close to the top. And uh, you'll get you know, there. Been through hell, you know. So it is what it is to me. If if you don't mind me asking, I don't think I've ever asked. And I think when it happened, I, you know, I, I, I reached out and I was like, Hey man, sorry about your son and whatnot, but you know, I never asked and, and tell me if it's none of my business, but like how, how did Xander pass? 
Man, it was the wildest thing. So, uh, yeah, I've never talked about this, but I'll talk to you about it. So basically what happened was um, the night before I put him to bed and everything. And, and the thing was, I, I always talked to him. I always talked to him. That was the whole thing. Uh, next day I went to work. And then um, his mother, Lee, at the time was making breakfast. They went to wake him up. And my brother, Michael, was living with us. And they had found him and he was just cold. Um, so with the, the doctor and stuff, they say SIDS, um, which which was super hard because um, there's no answer really. Right. Um, which I like, I, and I say that like very, like uh, I'm not taking away from someone's situation where the, if they know what they're sick from, that does my situations make it easier, but it's uh, you know, you, you're sitting there like what, what could have happened? And they just sit. It's like, but I have other kids to take care of. I had like, you know, is this something that, you know, did it come passed down? Like there's no real answer for it, Right. And that's, that's the crappy thing, unfortunately. Yeah, that's hard. Yeah. That had to be hard, like, on your relationship. I wouldn't know, but, like, you know, I've heard a lot of things. That that tears, um, you know, relationships apart or or really tests them anyway. It, so Lee and I aren't together anymore, but uh, yeah. it definitely was uh, – it was hard for sure. And, and then the other thing was, um, you know, having to tell the other kids, like, you know, Logan was five, I think. So, you know – thing with kids is like you know we were like what do we do like um and they and you know like they have the therapist counselor and stuff and they're like the worst thing you could do is take your younger children out of the environment moving is not really an option because there's such a big change now you know like and the boys shared a room and you know so was, you know i had to tell them and it was like then you, you take them back home and, and uh then it starts to process you know and, and that's the whole thing so you're dealing with it yourself uh for myself personally it's like I, I never really grieved about it because it was a i had to take care of the kids take care of leah keep going um yeah it's a it's a it's hard to explain really it's uh it's hard it's definitely a wild a wild situation to, to be a part of uh wouldn't wish on anybody 100 um, percent do you do you think that played a part in why you and leah aren't together anymore or yeah like um yeah for sure like uh leah like so i, I still like i still talk to leah leah she's got a boyfriend now and stuff uh she, she comes to my house like Christmas morning. She was here for the kids and stuff like, so we have a good relationship that way. Um, but something like that, it definitely plays a part. It's, uh, and maybe not necessarily together, but in your own mental state, your own mental, uh, you know, just you're trying to be strong for everybody else that you forget to think, you, you know what I mean? Like, and, yep. Uh, yep. and then it, and it's like everything else, everyone's got an opinion and everyone's, well, you should do this. You should do it. It's like, you don't know because he, and even if someone who has lived that situation, it's different for them compared to what it was for us. It's, you know, we were young. Fuck, I was only, what, 10 years ago? So I was 23 when this happened. Like, That's tough. You're yeah, that bro, is like, young, I 22 man. and I turned 23 in October. So, like, yeah, like, I was young, man. Like, it was fucking, it was crazy, bro. <laughs> yeah. So, you're, you're still a kid yourself, technically, right? Yeah. Like, and, like, just trying to make things work and, uh, you know, being a young parent and, uh and then just taking it from everybody, you know, and then everybody has an opinion and do this and do that. And then, you know, the next thing, you know, you know, this happens, then it's, it's a funeral, you know, now you're trying to get ready for a funeral and you're picking up clothes and you're, and it, oh man, it's, yeah, it's a lot of work. You know, thankfully my dad was there for a lot of it. So he took care of a lot of the, you know, a lot of that stuff for us. Um, but like just crazy things. Like uh, one thing that always stuck in my mind with this was like, uh, so we went, for the funeral you know we're trying to figure out what's going on and uh this lady like looks at me she goes so you don't have any money put away and i'm like what she's like 
you don't have any money like put away in case something happened. I'm like, in case one of my kids died. No, I, I don't have money put away for a funeral. Like I'm I'm baffled right now. I was like, you know, like it was like not even not only just um like young and all the savings, but it was like you, who who plans for something like this? Like this is yeah, what? like you know, and, and I, it was just nuts, bro. It was just fuck it. Yeah, I was nuts. It was crazy, crazy time. So uh I heard a really interesting uh quote the other day from from someone on um on a good friend of the podcast and I'm they always call us a good friend of the podcast uh the second act podcast with Gord uh I was listening to one of his podcasts and uh the quote was proximity doesn't equal knowledge right so you know you get your armchair quarterbacks you know what I mean like oh I Come on, that quarterback sucks. Yeah. But you probably couldn't even throw a fucking football. You know what I mean? Proximity doesn't equal knowledge. So to tell someone, you know, you know, uh, how to re- react or mourn or feel, uh, you know, it, they they have no idea. You know, they they don't. And they and I get it. People mean well. A lot of people always everyone means well. Um, yeah. But it's it's one of those things, bro. It's it's a touchy subject, right? It's, uh, you mean well, and it's like okay, but then. Like for me, like um, like death is different for me now, right? Because I'm like, I know what it's like to be someone this morning, so I don't know how uh, comfort. I don't know how to comfort people. I'm I'm I'm, t- I'm the most terrible person. Well, I'll sit there all night listening to you talk and cry. I like I'll put my arm around you, but like, do I hug you? Like I suck at that, bro. Like I am the worst, <laughs> the worst comfort person in the world. But it's everyone's different, right? For me, it was just like you know, even, even sometimes now when like I get upset, but I'm like, just give me ten minutes. Let me just go do my thing. I just need to, you know let me get myself together i just need my own self i don't i don't need a hug i don't need you know i just gotta figure it out myself so everyone's different nowadays right yeah absolutely that's some of of us have good jobs like you some of us are struggling musicians but we're still good (laughs) (laughs) so so like okay so to that i guess what's um like do you do you have a a job on the side that you have currently right now that you go to, or is it like you just making a full time run at this? So for okay, so for me, um, so I was managing bars and stuff. I was working bars, um, yeah. but then um, COVID, like working all the time, everything was good. But then uh, my health started taking like kind of a turn. Um, so it's kind of like you know, gotta figure shit out. Um, and then with the kids, it was, you know, you work at a bar, you're closing the bar, you're getting home four thirty, five o'clock in the morning, kids are up at eight. Then, you know, you're sleeping, then back to the bar and it was, that life is too hard for me. And then trying to juggle not being home all the time, but then, you know, going out and doing gigs and like, it, it's hard to explain to people like, uh, people like, I'm like, you know, I, I need a night out. And everyone's like, you work in a bar. What do you mean you need a night out? You're drinking, you're doing, it's like, there's a difference when you're, you're there and you're responsible and, and a different when I can go out and do my thing and I can enjoy myself and I, I'm not responsible for anything. I'm just taking care of myself. That's it. Um, so that was a huge thing. So now um, I'm home now. I'm focused more on music right now. Um, that's been the goal, but concrete season's coming. So I'm sure that's where I'm going to end up because that's, uh, <laughs> it always sucks me in somehow. It always, it always pulls me back. The money's good, you know, and it's, it's good labor. Um, and I got, oh. I got all these kids to support. So recording songs isn't cheap either. Oh, 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 fuck. You know, yeah, the whole thing, uh, bro, fuck, it's nuts. Uh, yeah, the gap, it's, uh, you know, uh, just roughly, you know, for four songs. Um, and thankfully, you know, we had the guy come see us live. He loved it. You know, good, good relationship. I text him all the time. Everything's good. But, you know, we're, we're probably looking at for four songs, 
three grand. Um, yeah. And that, you know, and, and, and it's good work. I know the quality's there. I know it's good. It's worth the money. But at the same time, it's how much money could you sell four songs for? Five bucks, maybe. Um, then it's going to go online. So people are streaming it now. So you're losing a lot of your sales there. Yeah. Um, it's a lot of work, man. And it's money, money, money. And then you need the shirts, the birch. And uh, and then my ego gets in the way. And I'm like, yeah, you'll wear this. Take it. Take it. I, I love that. I love that whole. Uh, I, I just uh, love. The, I'm the same way. I'm the same it, way with the stickers it, it's hard. and the shit. Like, when you're with, you know, and it's like, I'll be with the kids. And it's like, daddy, that guy's wearing an April shirt. I'm like, yeah, he is. What's up? That's me. You know? and it's, like, it's like, we did this. You know, that's that's the kids. You know, like, let's do this. You know? Um or like like we have a like my like my manager Carl he's in uh, Toronto so he wears his April toque and uh, he had a gentleman he was sitting at the bus stop and a gentleman walked by and goes is that that band April and Carl's like yeah he's like they were phenomenal last week in Toronto and I'm like oh my god yeah like I like I love <laughs> stuff like that like people are catching on you know so doesn't pay my bills but strokes my ego <laughs> I don't you, know you should come out to Alberta working in the outfields for for the summer or something like that. Uh, there's a lot of guys that I've actually met in the oil patch that are out here to pay for their music. Um, wow. There's a guy named Evil. He's actually from Niagara Falls. I met him on site out here, and he uh, he's a rapper or or is it called trap rap or murder 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 rap? I don't know what it's called, but uh, like he, genres and sex, is sex, crazy. sex trap, I think it's called okay. or something like that. Sex trap music. I don't know, but he, he was working as a water transfer guy, fucking just doing that and going out to Miami every couple months to wow. record and then come back, make the money, take it back, record, make more money. You know, and and I don't know what he's doing. I have him on Facebook, his music page. I have on my Instagram. I should message him and see what he's up to th these days. But like, you know, I I didn't understand his music, but you know, I was I was pumped for him. And you know, we were talking, and I'm like, man, that's that's insane, right? Yeah. Like yeah, the whole yeah. Dick Frost thing didn't exist at that point. And I wasn't on the internet. I didn't. I I understood the the work and everything he had to do but i didn't understand how much time it took right now now, you, now you grasp it yeah now now i understand you know like content you've already you said it earlier content right yeah. boom 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 right and that's kind of like why i wanted to have you on right because like i had ed the sock on my podcast a few that's wild weeks ago crazy. it's crazy man and and he he uh has he was saying how you know like he's starting his new music nation or whatever it was called and uh you know he likes to you know highlight canadian artists you know that you know maybe haven't made it big or, or less known and stuff like that so i thought you know like hey i know some of those people you know what i mean like let's chat with them and and maybe you know slide it over to ed you know maybe maybe tell him about it and stuff like that and help out as much as i can you know what i mean that's 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 <laughs> yeah. the whole thing it's it's all networking right that's the that's the uh that's the hardest part like we find like uh with myself especially with april like uh so we do every april we do uh a show at the court town so last year and then this year it's called april mania so april is wrestlemania month so we do april mania and we take the wrestlemania logo and we change it to april mania and we that's our hometown event that's our big thing right that's cool but like for us it's like uh 
we turn down gigs and sometimes guys get like upset about it. And it's like, well, you, you don't want to do this show. And it's like, no, because we have this event, you know, we want it to be bigger. We want it to be better. And uh, I have no problem like sharing, supporting other bands. I, I enjoy it. I never, uh, one thing I've learned, especially over the last few years is like, uh, I never, I always look at something and go, if I don't like it, but what is good about this? I always find the good in it because there's nothing worse than somebody going up there and doing this thing. And then you stand there going, well, that's fucking shit. Uh, uh, that sucked. Or, you know, what, what do you get off bashing someone on your Facebook? Like it, it does nobody any good. And then it's a, it's a pissing contest and everyone. So I've always been that guy where it's very, like, I'm very humble. I'm very, I keep to myself. I very supportive, very, you know, I'll help people out. It's no problem. But like, uh, I know the amount of work that goes into this. So people got to help, <laughs> you know, you got to build your yep. network too. I can't, uh, I can't, you know, do everything for you. I have my own band. I'm trying to do everything for Like it, It's nuts. And people don't get that. Right. That's, it's different. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I was wondering, I was wondering, you were, you were talking about that guy on Instagram that got one of, one of the songs that you sent him there. Are you able to p play something? uh from that new album maybe just like maybe just like a, a a short clip of it i don't know how the sound of my phone if i play it off my phone yeah laptop, will that work let's see i gotta wake up the kids to work this damn thing i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> when's when's uh when is that album out anyway the new one so it's looking uh probably near the end of the year we'll have it ready to go the ep will be ready to go nice and how many songs are on it this one will be four four okay yeah this eps are usually like three right ish yeah so it's funny we uh we had like some consults with some company and stuff and uh so an ep is minimum so i don't even know the rules it's stupid it's like six songs or 25 minutes or i don't know to me my thing is uh you know let's let's i'm gonna give you four songs that you're gonna enjoy and then when it ends you're gonna be like play that again play that again Play that again. Oh damn! Yeah, that that's cocky, and I like it. You know, that's okay. Okay, hold on, hold on. Let's, <laughs> I like hold on. Let's that. Have a stop. I this like is my that. whole thing, and, and it's funny because uh, actually, um, like Meg and I had this talk. Uh, just going back a couple months now, we had this talk, and we're in the bath, and we're talking. She said something about humble, and I was like, "I'm humble," and she's like, "No." I'm like, "Hold on a second. Like, let me Google what this word means before we have this conversation." So we get in this, we get in this talk and stuff, and I'm like, "I'm never that." cocky asshole will be like i'm better than you uh, i'm never putting people down I'm, I'm not that guy but do i come home from doing a gig and be like yeah we're the best band tonight 110 percent. but i just tell my wife that i just tell the yeah. other guys in the band that there's never been a time where someone's been like you guys sucked we do it just doesn't happen we put the work in to be good so it's not cocky it's i just know what i'm good at and you master better. it. <laughs> like, I mean, I mean that, that'd be the, that, that's it. Like, you know, just strive to do better. Yeah. Yep. Uh, do you like, compete with other bands around uh, Hamilton? Like, to are you guys like in a, hey guys, I'm going to, we're, we're going to, we're going to play this show and you're going to play at that show. But like, you know, let's see who fires the crowd up more tonight. I don't know. It's, for me, I don't, I don't like that whole. I don't like that whole situation. I don't like stuff like that. Um, and, and to be honest, like uh, the the Hamilton music scene is like a click, right? It's this, this like, like yeah. back in the day, the Sherwood click. Like it, it's a click. Yeah. You know? And, and um, for myself, and uh, like we're not we're not part of that click. We just we do what we do, and and that's the way things go. Um, now with the click, it's like uh, 
it's a lot of older guys, a lot of whatever, been around forever. And then, you know, their sons, their friends, sons. And and that's great. Everything works out for them. But for me, I'm just like, I don't have time to kiss someone's ass. I don't, I don't know enough about like, uh, okay, I don't know enough about music in general. Like someone would be like, hey, who's this by? Or what's this? And I'm like, I don't know. Because of, because of playing a band, you think I know what, what this is? Like, I, I don't even know musical theory. Like, I don't know anything. I know what I like to hear. I know it sounds good to me. And that's the songs I write. So it's, I'm not up to par with a lot of things. Um, whereas you can sit with guys who are like, oh, remember when this in Hamilton, this guy did that and this. And it's like, I don't I don't care. What did, did you write a good song? Do I enjoy that song? Like, I don't, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not caught up to stuff like that. So yeah. for us, and uh, we don't have the Hamilton Music Awards anymore. That was uh, something they had before. But then again, it was repetitive with the people who won. It was like all part of that Hamilton click thing. And it's like, what I like... If it was around, would I like to win it? Hell yeah, because I'd say something really stupid and I'd fucking catch everyone's attention. But <laughs> I, I don't need it, you know. Like I'm, I, I do what I do, you know. I'm, I'm confident in myself that uh, you know money will come and uh, you know I'll make a living. Um, either you're around or you're not around, and and you know what it's like. Same thing, like you know when when things take off, you start making money. You're you're successful. You're doing your thing, but life's always busy. So even those people that were around supporting you in the beginning, they're not, you're not best friends. You're, you're not there every day. You're not because life, life is busy. That's a, that's just yep. a general thing. Now, yep. now that's up to you as a person to be like, are you jealous? And now you're pissed off because I'm not communicating. Or can you accept that, that, Hey, we're still tight. Hey, I remember everything you did for me. It's just, it's not, I'm not accessible anymore. And then that's life. That's the way things go. Yeah. Yeah, so. I understand that. That's you know, that's exactly what you said. That's life, right? So, man, that's that's incredible. I want to hear a song. All right, let's see. I got, I gotta get me some. So I've only heard. I think I've only ever heard anything that you've posted on Facebook. I've never, you know, I've never really gone. I don't know where to look for it really. So I'll go look for it on YouTube now after we're done here. And, and I don't know, is April, where, where's April stuff? Tell, tell us where April stuff can be found, I guess. So on Facebook, Instagram, it's at April music.xo. Okay. I think YouTube's the same thing. Um, then we have reverb nation. So reverb nation.com backslash April music XO. Um, yeah, it's there. Everything's out there. Once I'll be looking for it on. Uh, ready, you'll be you'll be set. Everything will be good. I'm gonna be looking for it on Instagram on uh, when when like when we get when we're done here. Uh, I'm gonna follow you on the Dick Frost Facebook page and then maybe share some stuff out because especially when the podcast gets posted, right? Like that, it's a good thing. Maybe I'll add the music April music to the background of the video. Sure. So I'll send you. Yeah. I'll send you a link with all the stuff. I'll email you all the stuff. Definitely, man. That's then, sick. Then you have it. It'll be way better. You remember Josh Fisher? You know what's so – oh, my God. I love Josh Fisher. I love Josh Fisher. Yeah. So, you know what's so funny? Josh and I um, – so, we hung out, and then uh, I got him a gig. He did this gig. It was awesome. A fucking talented motherfucker. Oh, um, yeah. And, and him and I have been talking. Maybe maybe he'll watch this. Maybe this will light a fire up his ass to light a fire up my ass. But we've been talking about doing a collaboration. Um of some tunes that basically it's going to be a, a rap rock thing. Yeah. So, but here's the idea is that we're going to get together um, and we're just going to sit together and I'm going to play acoustic guitar and we're going to work on a couple ideas. And then from there, so just basic bare stuff. And then from there, 
um, he's going to take it home and I'm going to take it home and we're going to figure out our own things together. And then we're going to put it together and come up with these cool tunes and just fucking whatever he comes up with and whatever I come up with and just do this thing together. Cause Get I love it. Done. I love Josh Fisher. I love everything he does too. You know, he's on, I, I follow him on Facebook uh, a couple years ago at work. Uh, buddy was talking about uh, music in his hometown in BC and he was he was go and he was playing it and and we were sitting in the lunchroom and I'm like that's cool but have you heard this and I busted out some Josh Fisher right and I'm like hey listen to this and this is the guy I went to school with right and I started going through you know Hamilton musicians and shit Casey's cousin is a rapper in Hamilton too uh, Bray right Bray. Uh, yeah, he's a rapper. He, uh, Life Crazy, um, shit, I don't even know the rest of the songs, but they're all on my playlist, and I listen to them as often as I can anyway. Um, just I feel Josh, I'm like, I, I, yeah. he's, he's a regular on my, uh, on my Spotify. I listen to it all the time, and uh, he gets yeah. me excited. Like, even just a little thing, it's like, he's like, Josh Fisher, bitch. And I'm like, oh, I get excited. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> like, I tell him that all the time. Like, yeah, I, I messaged him like four o'clock in the morning. Bro, I'm listening to your stuff again. I'm like, yeah, I love it. I So I, I that's one collab I hope does finally come to you because uh, fuck, I, I just like what he does. It's just, uh, yeah, Josh guy. is he's a man. solid dude, bro. He's a solid, like, dad. He, you know, he's solid works. He's fucking top shelf. And the, mental, and, is, and the mental awesome. health shit that he's gone through too, right? Like, that's, that's a big thing we uh, talked about too. So wait, with him wait. and I and trying to do something like that. Josh and I have been go went to school from grades six to twelve together, and you know, well, Josh didn't graduate at the same time, but like, you know, whatever. But you know, like he he got into he dabbled in the drugs a little bit, and you know, I, he he went down a rough road, and he owns that shit. You know what I mean? But uh, he moved out to Edmonton for a while. He lived out here in Alberta for a oh, long yeah. while, trying to pay for his music and stuff like that. And uh, I don't know, I don't know what he did or why he decided to go back. But he went back, and it and I think it was the best thing for him. He had his daughter, you know. He yeah. met an incredible lady, and so yeah, no, like the Hamilton music scene, man. Now, you, you, as we get talking about it, man, like you got Josh Fisher, you got Eric. Yeah, April, you got uh, D Saint. Remember D Saint? Yep, yep. He's in Toronto now, isn't he? He's he's still around here. Yeah. So uh yeah. I think Josh did something with him recently, and I was like, what the hell? So it's wild that you see people uh and, and I and I get the same message, it's like, man, I thought that was you. What like what what's going on? and the way people have changed and like you see someone's like, I know that guy from somewhere. Holy crap, and it, it's like a this guy and then you see and then he's with another guy that you know and it's, it's this big web yeah. of just uh of this crazy like everyone's still tied and the world's so small and it's fucking it's nuts out there man it's nuts i was a little uh heartbroken even though i never really listened to their stuff i never really got into that music but just you know just to see that they they I don't know if the friendship, I, I don't know if they're still friends or not, but just to see, you know, that ripped apart from them. I don't know why it ripped apart, but Porcelain Youth, not together anymore uh, for a long time now, but like maybe life just got in the way or whatever. But like, you know, uh, I know they went out to Vancouver, they were recording, they were, they were getting shit done. Right. And I think they even had an album at HMV. Right. We did was... have some really good stuff going for them. And, and same with 40 Sons. That was another band that. Uh, 40 Sons, yeah. We had a lot of good stuff going for them. Um, 
now whatever it is, but it, at the same it, that commitment thing, right? It's it's scary, and and you're relying on three or four other guys at the same time. So it's not just you. You everyone in that group has to. It takes one guy to go. Mm, not for me, and then yeah, that's the whole thing, right? I follow Jesse Daigle and Adam Cannon, and I know Adam. I think is in a band, another band, but like I don't, I never see or hear it. I just see him talk about it. And then you know, I I don't know what Jesse's doing. I think Jesse works at Defasco now, but uh, you know, big Bruins fan. Fuck the Bruins, Jesse. Yeah, go Leafs, go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I Jesse plays with uh, Mike Rizzo. Um, in Dirt Star, so it's like a two-piece thing. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, Mike's Mike Rizzo's fucking talented as shit. He's a great, great guy. Um, so that's a cool thing. Adam, as far as I know, he was doing like um, cover stuff, like cover band stuff. Uh, super talented though. Like the stuff he was doing was talented. Uh, I did that for a while. The cover band stuff before April, playing six, seven times a week. It pays your bills. You know, you're making minimum 150 bucks a night. It's, it's nice. Um, but I fucking I have something to say and I can't keep doing it. I can't keep playing other people's music. To yeah. do, you know, it's, it, it, that's hard. Thing. Yeah, yeah. But well, yeah, exactly. Okay. You feel like you're you're speaking someone else's truth when you want to speak yours. Yeah, right? and a big thing with the April yeah. thing was like, uh, you know, if I'm playing five times a week and then the April shows on the Saturday, I'm too accessible. No one, you know, they don't have to come see me with April. They can come see me with the cover band. Yeah, four other days of the week. So it was more yeah. about being accessible. I want to, you know, I, I want to write my songs. I want, it's exciting. It's a, all the work and all the bullshit and all the headache to go on stage for 45 minutes. It's the stupidest thing in the world. And it's the most exciting thing in the world. <laughs> it's, it's, it's crazy. It, once like, a week? Not with April. Fuck April's like, I don't even know, man. Like sometimes we go three months without a gig. Shit. But there's business, right? We still get together, still writing, still videos, still all that stuff. So there is other work. So it's not like it just stops. But um, that excitement of being on stage is so different than anything else. That's that's the fun. So so earlier you were saying, you know, you, you replaced lead singers, right? How do you have that conversation? How do you know when it's time to have that conversation? Because you guys are like family. You're like brothers, right? And 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 when it's time to move on from that, right? You're just like bro it's it's not you it's us right or or whatever you know it's like so but like you guys do you guys still talk are you guys still friends and 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 that's got to be hard right because like you had you built something together you started it together and 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 how do you have that conversation so give me one second so the uh so the original thing we had evan um i had known him before so here's a crazy story. So when I the very first um, demo I did, that what would become April, but I didn't even know at the time. Uh, we don't even play this demo, but I put an ad on Kijiji, and this kid replied. He comes yeah. to my house. We record vocals. Kind of lost contact. Whatever, no big deal. Um, then I'm managing Boston Pizza. We get this new kitchen staff is cook, and it's this kid again. And I'm like, holy shit, what the hell? Like, where you been? How's things? Everything was good. Okay. So then when it was time to put April together and I had the studio and I called him, he's a metal guy. He's in, he can do those screams. He does all this stuff. And, and his thing was, well, you want a rock singer and I want it. And I'm like, well, compromise. Let's, let's figure this out together. Like, you know, you can do it sometimes, but not all the time. Maybe save it more for the live show, the energy, blah, blah. Um, so that was fine. So we brought this kid in. He never been in a band before. Never 
his he'll say he's been in a band because he got together with a couple guys and played like a silver a silverstein cover uh but he never never done anything like what we were doing with him so he's in the studio um fucking took care of this kid like he was my kid i always said to him like i'm gonna get arrested the first time because of you or my daughter it'll be <laughs> because i like took care of this kid like crazy um yeah, it's a fucked up situation. Like everything, got him groceries, paid his rent. Like it was fucked. Anyways, he, uh, we had some shows coming up at the end of uh, last year, and, and and I've always had my kids and stuff. He uh, got a girlfriend who had a kid, and he was working at Defasco. So we had this like, we, we had a gig coming up, and it was like we didn't rehearse. And then finally, uh, myself, the singer, and and PJ get together at my house just to go over some stuff. And he he looks at me and he he says something about having a week off. I go, you had a whole week off? We didn't rehearse. He goes. And I'll never forget. It. He goes, "Well, I want I want time with my family too. My kid deserved it." I'm like, "I'm gonna leave now." And I walked out of my own house because I was like, "Your kids deserve it. You fucking motherfucker! I've been doing this for so long. Like, my kids deserve time too. Like, it's fun fucking rehearsal. And I, it, it freaked me out." So then uh, I, I said to him, "I said, listen, we had we had like uh, eight shows booked for the end of last year." And I said, "Don't burn me. Just if you don't want to do this anymore afterwards, it's all good. Do not fuck me. Please do not fuck me." He's like, yeah, no problem. So we did the one show. That was good. And then uh, nothing. No communication anymore. He uh, ghosted me. That was it. Um, he, he went off to milk cats. It was the wildest thing. Um, yeah, I don't know. He just fucking ghosted me. So <laughs> uh, the guy we have now, Joe. Joe, now this is the very beginning of the band. Joe was the original guitar player in the band. Uh, PJ has a history with him. I have a history with him. So we... PJ and I put this whole elaborate thing together, how we were going to have Joe over to my house for a barbecue. We were going to drink beers and then be like, hey, we need you to sing in the band and, and just kind of throw it on him. So we start drinking and we go up back to start the barbecue. And he goes, hey, so where's Evan? And I go, funny story. He goes, you need a singer? And I'm like, yeah. He goes, I'm in. I'm like, PJ and I had <laughs> this whole whole story about how we were going to fucking basically make him sing for us. And he was in. And uh, then literally we uh, that weekend we had a gig. So no rehearsal. We took Joe on stage with us, and it was fucking just magic from there. He, he, he's his own person, right? So Joe has always been a guitar player, frontman. This time I'm like, you're not playing guitar, you're just gonna sing. And he's like, what do I do with my hands? I'm like, figure it out. And it, it became something better now. It's ten times better. So um, what does he do with his hands? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I'm really not sure. I don't really look at him very often. <laughs> he's very, uh, no, he's a good frontman. He's got he's got a lot of energy. He's very all over the place. So I'm like, it, and it's good for us. It's fucking it's it's real that that's the difference whereas with the other singer um and this will sound funny he he didn't really drink or anything so we'd be at a rehearsal and i'd be drinking and i'd be like okay after this song you're gonna say this and you're gonna do this and he would never forget it but then all of a sudden you're like six seven shows later and it's the same thing the same routine the same fucking blah 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 the same spiel and it's like okay i know what he's gonna say and i know when it's like it's, it's just it's boring with joe it's different with joe it's like i don't have to tell him what to say i don't have to you know, and and with this band and with the guys and stuff, it is hard for them because sometimes on the spot I'm like, "Hey, we're doing this now. Hey, change this in the studio." I'm like, "Hey, switch halftime, not full time." And as we're recording, I'm like, "Half," and like, and they, it just gels. That's how comfortable we are with each other. So it's nice to have a frontman that's not so robot, so fucking. Hey, if I say I need a drink, talk. You know, they and it, and it works. It's, it's beautiful this way. So with him changing singers. The transition was natural for us because, uh, you know, it's an old friend, someone that, that believes in what we're doing, someone who who has the talent, someone I don't have to coach. Um, 
with the other guy leaving the way he did and you know to go milk cats is fucking it was a slap in the face it was uh did everything for that kid but that's life but it, I guess. But it worked out it was yeah. a blessing in disguise exactly now i'm not gonna yeah. say i'm like you know we talked about firing this guy for years blah, blah blah he left ultimately that's what happened he goes to me that's fine um but I'll never fail. I'm always going to be fucking ready to go. <laughs> I'll always have a backup plan. I, you know, it, it just shit the way things went. So can't, that's can't what, that's what I say with all this, man. You know what I mean? Like the whole social media thing for, for me, it's not about the views and the likes anymore. Sure. The views and the likes are nice. hundred percent. Right? But like, like you said earlier, right. The 2000 person show was nice, but it wasn't as good as the 200 person show. Right. And with my video, you know, with the videos I put out, you know, like I have a, a niche and I have a certain crowd. They're blue collar, they're oil field, they're construction, yada, yada, yada. Right. When a video gets a million views on it, it's reaching people that aren't even in that community. They're not yeah. blue collar. And they, they think proximity doesn't equal knowledge. So they think like, oh, this guy, he's killing the planet and he's abandoning his children. Right. So they feel the need to comment that. Right. Whereas, you know, like, 200 people watch it it reached my community and they're there like yeah, yeah i go yeah, through yeah. that yeah i know what you're saying yeah i relate right and and that's ultimately what i want and besides if it don't go viral there i'm posting it on like four other platforms it'll go viral somewhere else yeah and and like the same thing though if it don't go i don't care what the views you know what i want someone's gonna see it that needs to see it and that's all right. that matters, right? That's uh, like we went through yeah. the same thing with the first single release for Love. Um, and I, so a lot of these songs that I've written, like um, when it was when, uh, you know, I was going through my first separation and stuff. So the, the course of uh, it's if it's so bad, uh, just leave. If it's so hard, just leave. So um, somebody had shared the video and then this this woman had commented on it. She's like, you know, whoever wrote this song doesn't know how hard it is when you're stuck in an abusive relationship and you and rip men apart basically is what happened. So the girl posted it, tagged me in it. And she goes, would you like to respond? So I just wrote back to her and said, listen, uh, I understand what you're saying. I'm writing for you from a male point of view that I was in that situation. You know, I, my dad always said, don't give up on your family. Don't give up on your family. So I went through a lot of shit. Um, not that I was the easiest person, but, what you know, so I was in that abusive situation. So I'm not necessarily saying if it's so bad, leave. But it's like it was my way of saying, you know, to, to Lee at the time, like, listen, if you hate me that much, go if, if your life is leave like, that was my message and it, it, people took it the wrong way that that's the way it is is it it's everyone's own uh you know their own thoughts on it which is fine that's the way i wanted it to be um uh, but the whole like when i see people post about how you know the guy's singing about the, the girl and the girl's the abused one and i'm like no oh, bro the women aren't the only one that are abused that this is life this happens this is for everybody and then, you know, and you get a couple of three, four of them teaming up and you don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, oh, how much time do you have? Do you want to hear my life story? Like, <laughs> you know, and, it, and it's crazy. And it, but that's the whole thing. People. But then you do have those people that are like, you know, I I, I love your song. I think it's great. I, you know, it, yeah, I was there. You know, it, it finally kicked myself in the ass and it was time to go. Or, you know, I, I finally said, you know, if you hate me that, you get the fuck out the door. And that was the difference. And that's where yeah. it was coming from. Right. Yeah. Like. People are gonna hear your story in your album, right? Like they're gonna hear it. They're gonna hear, it. And, and not just this album. I mean, like they hear it in the music in general. 
hundred percent. Yeah, and that, and that's a big thing. Like, uh, it goes back to the whole like people are like, well, what kind of music do you play? And I'm like, oh, God, everyone plays rock and roll now. And I'm like, but we are a rock and roll band. But people are like, well, what do you mean rock and roll? I'm like, okay, if you look up sellout in the dictionary, it's probably my face because I just want to make a living and put my kids. <laughs> so it's you know, if, if I could, if, if I had the ultimate choice, I could do whatever I wanted. I'd be like in like an '80s hair metal band and wear spandex. Like that's cool to me. Uh, but like. <laughs> You know, but this is very radio rock. It's a, we get a lot of comparisons. Uh, Fear of Dead Man, Three Days Grace, like that. You know, the radio stuff. But that's what we're doing. That, 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 but when you listen to it, it's not as uh, how do I say this? It's not like um, it's a lot more energetic than Three of Dead Man. Um, it still has that punk, that punk, you know, origin to it. It still has that aggression. It still has that. You know, we're not we're not making millions of dollars on the road so we can calm ourselves down no we're still hungry we're still real this is still natural to us this is still you know we're starving you know fuck, you you're know, fighting for your lives know? yeah so and that's a big thing a lot of people say you know when you you know when your first album's huge you got a year to write your second album it, it's not always the best album because you're, you're rich you know what, what do you care about but uh i have enough stuff to write about don't worry album number two will be great too like trust me <laughs> we're still angry we're still kicking it while we're rich like it's you know that's the way life goes so yeah well that's you know that's sort of like my my videos right well my videos i i talk about my experiences right i joke around about yeah. that's how i deal with it i get through it right the industry i'm in is hard it's hard on it's hard if you have a family it's hard if you're single you know what i mean it, it's it's very tough on the mind it, everyone thinks of the oil field and oil, like the oil patch as oh, oh you need this you know tough work hard work yeah sometimes 99 percent of the time the tough Mental. the tough part about it's right here right and you know there are days when it's mentally tough there are days when it's physically tough then there are days where it's both at the same time and that's fucking hard right yeah. and and so, you know, I joke around about things people have said to me, things I've heard, things I've done, you know, just, you know, situations we found ourselves in. Right. And I, I put my, you know, I've always been this way where I've always been, you know, I always joke around. I always like to have fun. Yeah. I always like to just stir the pot a little bit too. Right. And so, you know, that's sort of what I do. My truth is in my videos where your truth is in your music. Yeah. And, yeah, and and for you, it's uh people relate to it, right? Like, uh, like I like I see like you know when you go in and talk to the boss, he's get out, you know. Everyone relates to that kind of stuff. That's funny shit. That's good content. So <laughs> it's different, different. You know, work field work, but it's the same shit. But then you get those assholes who don't have a sense of humor, and they just uh. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you see, you know you got it. Oh yeah. man, yeah. dude, someone commented on it on one of my videos I posted today. I'm a I'm a swamper. I don't want to drive. I'm quite content where I am. I don't care. I'm I'm happy being the passenger princess in the truck. Yeah. I get to sleep and have the best naps. I get paid a lot of money to take good naps. Yeah. Right. And and uh buddy commented he's like, how does it feel having like 18, 20 year old kids come in and make more money than you right away? And I'm like, I don't know, man. I don't really don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? Like yeah, you're comfortable I'm, yeah happy with where i'm at i don't want to drive i i i'm not a good driver at nighttime especially like you know i put trucks in the ditch all the time if i if i'm driving a back truck i'm gonna kill somebody you know what i mean like it's about knowing your limits that's my limit and i don't want to do it and 
you know what? My bills are paid. My kids are taken care of. And this is my position. Leave me pee. I'm happy right where I am. You're, you're, com you're comfortable right there. Fuck off, Chad. Right? Yeah, like, yeah. Leave me off. alone. One nine seven four two one new do ya fucking. Oh, I think his name was like Canadian Redneck 9 or something. I don't think he has any videos or maybe he had three videos up or some shit. He even follows me. It's like, bro, wow. it's like, he went that man. far. He went, he went that far, man. I mean, hey, thanks oh, for the God. follow. I That's guess. Awesome. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I get that a lot, you know, or my, even from my boss. Right. So like, you know, I don't know how snarky you can get with people on the internet being in a band and stuff like that. But, you know, I've learned that there, there are limits to it. You know, you can only take it so far before you get stop. I found my limit on Facebook there last month. I called someone a salty bitch. And I got Ooh. and I got zucked for 24 hours. Wow. And then I and then my my I was growing really good on my Facebook account. I got almost 15,000 followers now and I was growing really good. I went from 2000 to 14,000 like crazy. Right. Like, boom, took right off. I called someone a salty bitch and, and my su <laughs> suppressed me for a month. Oh, my gosh. Holy suppressed my growth for a month and it's like man are you, are you kidding me did you see what this guy said to me like this guy over here was insulting the shit out of me i called him a salty bitch but he can get away with it but me no i'm a content creator you know what i got I'm you're, on a, you're, you're the guy you're on a pedestal uh, i'm oh, on a pedestal fuck, you're lucky son of a bitch <laughs> fucking morgan wallen over here yeah look at you no i you know <laughs> and that's the last thing but like for me like uh and, and a lot of things like um and this i don't know if this is in every field but a lot of musicians nowadays um politics and it it's not something i really get into it's i'm not i'm not up to par or whatever like it is what it is to me i get it i see it i know what's going on but i'm not a guy who's in like i can't carry an actual conversation and that's where I, i'm not that guy who's like well i saw this on facebook or so i can't carry a conversation about it but there's always people who are like and i'm like I don't know what to say to you and like, well, you don't care about, about your country. And I'm like, I don't know enough about it. I, and, and my voice is not going to change anything at this moment. So I, I don't know. And, and that's a big fire starter. So now I just, I avoid, I try to avoid replying to people as much as I can Yeah, for that exact reason. I, I talk politics on Facebook, on my personal Facebook. Oh, like, yeah. I, you know, sometimes I look back at my last like month I've, where I was posting things and I'm, I'm, like sick to my stomach because you know like <laughs> it's like man like i don't i don't want to be that guy right i don't want to be that guy and on my on my on my um socials on the dick frost socials i can't talk politics or i'll bleed followers for a week right Isn't because crazy? yeah there are a lot of people out there that are already offering up a political opinion People come to my page to laugh and, yeah. and, and, and escape that, right? So when I also take part in that, they're like, this is like those guys over there. Why am I here? And I follow enough people who do this, right? So I have to stand above the rest and not do that, you know? Which is come here. People. Right. They like right. to, uh, okay, one of the most recent things I got into was, uh, James Reimer not wearing the rainbow jersey. Oh my God! You know how and, many uh, people call him a homophobe for that? And, 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 and you know, and, and, and it was in a fucking I because I, I was drinking. I just fucking for some reason decided I was going to comment like an idiot. But my whole stand on this whole thing is 
like the NHL is doing this, uh, you know, the tape or the rainbow jersey or something in it for, for the warmups. If they really cared that much, why not select one game for every team of the year that that's going to be for those for that group and all that's and, and bring in a drag queen to single Canada, make it more, more, more act, not just the warm up. Yeah. And then those yeah. players that have the religious beliefs or whatever, you can call guys up for that game. You can be prepared for that game. And then we don't have these shitty headlines. Yeah. James Reimer, James Reimer basically had the key to the city in 2013 in Toronto. Yeah. Right. And like, man, that guy, you know, I don't know if you follow Steve Dangle or not, but Steve Dangle's a huge James Reimer fan. And the okay. other day he stopped being a James Reimer fan because of that. And I'm like, are you kidding me, man? Like the guy even said he's not against what they stand for. Let them do what they want. I just don't want to wear the jersey. You know, it goes against my beliefs. He's really, but yeah. he said, I, I believe that everyone belongs in this game. You could be gay in this game. I don't care, right? It's for everyone. I just don't want to wear the jersey, right? And I was like, oh, homophobe, homophobe. Yeah, instantly. And it's like, come on, come on, man. And then, Are you, you know what everyone real? does? And, and I'm not like a religious person, but everyone goes, what? Because because your guy from your your fake book, and, and and that's that's your religion, and it's like, so now you're just attacking this guy for something. And it, it, this yeah. is the problem. It's an ongoing. <laughs> there's never, you know, there's no right or wrong. But and I, I made that comment about, you know, it should be a whole, uh, to me, a whole game, one scheduled game that this is, you know, and then if guys have, you know, the religious beliefs or whatever, in the organization, you can call people up. You can, you can control this now if that's, you know, as the NHL, that's what you should be doing. And uh, fuck, I got ripped apart. And I'm like, I, I didn't disagree. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to give you more. <laughs> you can't, you can't disagree with anyone anymore. Right? If, if you guys have a differing opinion, you're the enemy, right? And and that's how you will be treated from now on. And it's okay, like, every, man, every ago, everything are you do. kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? We can't even disagree now. And and that's that's a shitty shitty part about where we're at in society. Uh, and it's everything. It's on everything. It's yep. Pineapple on pizza is a fucking fight nowadays. Like, oh man. Imagine all the starving kids who would just eat the pineapple off your pizza. Like, fucking relax. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, I have have a couple more questions before before we end here. Um, For one, play a song. (laughs) If you can. Can I send you a song to play? Uh, I don't think you can send it here, but. He can send it to me and I'll listen to it privately. I don't give a shit. Okay, okay, let me email you the files because they're all, uh, yeah, they're big files. All right. Um, so I guess I guess where do you where do you see April going in? Where do you see April in five years? Rich, uh, see this see this head of hair probably gone. He'll be gray. Uh, oh, you got a lot less hair already than you used to have. Man, I cut it all short, and uh, for my daughter, I liked it. Little, I, I liked was like, it let's, when it was let's get a haircut. Daddy will go first, and I cut it all off, and she didn't get a haircut, and it broke my heart. And I was like, oh, oh, my baby girl. yeah, and it hasn't come so, back. Because they kept cutting it short. Now I'm and now I'm at that awkward stage where it looks stupid. I'm like, do I want to keep growing it or not? And I just don't know what to do. I'm like, ah, oh, see ya. Bro. See ya. I got I gotta keep it cut Over. now. I, it's too long. Too long, yeah. See? Mine's yeah. too long see, I, now. I get out of the shower and I get these wings. I'm like, oh god, oh god. Man, I I loved your hair when it was when it was super long, crazy long. I love that. It was less work than when I cut it short. It was fucking so much less work. It was beautiful. 
But really? yeah, with April, I think uh, you know we'll drop the EP, the four song EP. Uh, we got some dates coming up. The where we got dates right now booked to like I think October. We got a lot of dates spread out right now, so we're doing good. Um, next year we'll we'll fire up for the uh, festival season. We'll be ready for that, and hopefully, hopefully get out your way. I don't know. That's um, that's the plan. The only thing which this is a crazy thing about Canada is uh, just the, the travel distance, the driving, right? Um, yeah, you know, you, you're you're you go away for three weeks. You're only playing, you know, eleven shows, and it's three days of driving between next next major market. So that's a hard thing. Uh, but but it's definitely something we need to do. It's uh, we got offered a tour in the states starting in June. Um, we were gone. It would have been gone for six weeks, um, cross and back, and uh, it was with some like outdoor extreme extreme sports thing. It was awesome, but. Um, the working visas and all the paperwork, it just wouldn't have panned out. And it was basically, we had to sign the contract. So we just didn't take it. But so there's opportunities out there for us. It's uh, just capitalizing, being ready, you know? So we'll see. Man, some, that's Somebody in the sick. oil field has money and wants to pay for us to come out. I mean, we'll come out. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, I'll ask some of these higher up CEOs. Anybody. Of, like, I don't care who The big is. oil companies <laughs> that are experiencing a record profit right now awesome. that they uh that they should put a show on for their guys maybe show a little appreciation for you know we're so short staffed so there's such a labor shortage really and, and there's so much work you know it's yeah it's it, everyone's tired everyone's overworked and underpaid and yada 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 and all these oil companies are experiencing record profits but whatever that's that's neither here nor there that's you know fuck maybe i'll come out to see you then maybe i'll fly out Jeez. hell yeah that's hell yeah hey maybe 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 instead of going to concrete this summer you come out to the oil patch how big, and, how big and your put, put some... <sighs> i'm gonna be moving at the end of the school year so hopefully bigger than it is now my son's old enough to babysit so you got a babysitter built in here fucking set don't worry we're coming out <laughs> man Casey and I haven't had any alone time in five years. Is it not crazy? It's, it like... it's crazy, man. So here's a funny thing. So last Friday was St. Patty's Day. Um, I I've had I haven't had a night to myself like without kid. Now I can go out. My son's old enough to be so I can go out, but I haven't had a night to myself in probably sixteen weeks. It's like I haven't just had a night. Um, so St. Patty's Day, I'm okay. I'm gonna go out and meet some friends. I'm gonna do it. Then also, I'm like, I'm not gonna do it. I'm like, Magda, like, let's just chill at home. We'll have you know, watch a movie, whatever, have a bath. Okay. So then she's at work, and I, I put on a Leaf game, and I'm like, fuck, I don't want to sit here. I'm going out. So I went to, to Kelsey's, and I, she's like, I'll be there in an hour. I'm like, oh fuck. So I start chugging drinks. I'm like getting bombed. Like I'm like, okay. She picks me up. We came home, laid on the couch, we fell asleep. I'm like, that was my night with no kids. Like that's the. Like, Getting old is fun, man. I had the Getting loudest, craziest fun. sex, and I fell asleep because I was so stupid. It's like, fuck. Like, yeah, man. People don't, Dude, people don't understand. I can't remember if my wife is a moaner or a screamer or what. Oh I, I don't know what she does. All I know is it's really quiet now, right? Like, <laughs> hey, am I even in? You know what I mean? Like, what am yeah, I? Yeah. Well, I'm enjoying this. What are you up to? <laughs> you know, hard, like. Though. Yeah, man. Well, it is what it is, man. You'll, it's a season of life. You know what I mean? We'll we'll get we'll get back to where we were, and 
I'm sure things will be fine. Maybe try a little more anal next time. I don't know. <laughs> right? <laughs> you this know, time I'll uh, remember to punch it till it bleeds. I won't just fucking go in. I'll do that first. Right? Don't worry. Right? And I've been talking to a lot of guys in the field over the last year. Uh, I have never eaten ass before. So, you know, I'm, I'm working up to that. We're talking about it. And they're, they're just like, man, you'll love it. You should let her eat your ass. Yada, yada, yada. And, and you know, we're, we're working up to that. We're getting there, you know, get and there, I'm excited. Just get in there. Dude, I've seen what comes out of there. And, like, uh, like, how do you tell someone to go shower first, right? Like, hey, go shower so I can do this. Well, there, I mean, I'm all in, so I'm not saying nothing. Uh, <laughs> but I have, <laughs> there ain't nothing stopping me when I want to have fun. So, I mean, I'm, I am all in for everything. What um, if you get shit on your tongue? Still stop? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I what? Hold it. Uh, when you're there, you don't think about that? I don't know. I've never, if I go to eat ass and I fucking think about something like this and it ruins it for me, I'm going to come to Albert and kick your ass because that's going to fucking kill it for me. What is so this? Yeah, how do you not think about, uh, how do you not think about shit when your tongue is in the ass? When your tongue punching her fire box, you're saying, don't think about it. Dude, what else am I gonna think about when I'm staring at an asshole? I I don't know what when I next time I'll write it down for you so you know what to think about because I really don't know what to tell you right now. <laughs> I've gotten close. I've gotten close. Anyway, I was on my way and then I'm like, uh, I bitched out. Really? Yeah, I bitched out. So with the new house, you just need like a nice big bathtub. Then you guys have a nice romantic bath together, and then it's it's natural, and then everything's good from there. Just do it in the bath, eh? My my bathtub's big enough that like I can't even lay down in my bathtub or I'll drown. Like I'll fuck it. That's my bathtub's that big. So like Meg and I have bath together and she sits and I sit sideways like a little bitch with my legs crossed so I don't drown. It's fucking it's, it's adorable. It sucks, but it's awesome. But I control the hot water and that's what matters. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. I, I guess I got I got one more question for you before we uh, wrap this up here. Um Everyone's got, you know, Mount Rushmore, right? Four of the most influential people in American history are on Mount Rushmore, I guess. And, uh, you know, everyone has it, people that mean something to them. Who would be on your Mount Rushmore and why? Four. Four people. Four people that you that have inspired you or you look up to. Uh, well, my dad, number one, for sure. That's my whole life. He, you know, he... That's number one. Um, number two, my kids, but there's four of them, so that sucks. Uh, but no, my kids, they, they motivate me every day. Um, myself, to be honest with you, like just, just you know, staying true to me and being me, like that's a big thing to me. And, you know, not, not changing for whatever, like just doing what I do, and that's huge. Um, and then fourth one, um, Magdalena, to be honest with you, she uh, – she she took care of you know three kids that weren't hers she she bent her backwards for them you know she you know we got this house together you know she stepped up hard so and she gave me tyson too so that's a big deal to me so you know it's not every day you get you get to have a relationship with someone that uh you know will go above and beyond she definitely i mean she sent me to the doctor and i found that i had health issues if that never happened i'd be i'd be healthiest guy in the world but besides that no she uh so those are definitely for so yeah what kind of health issues do you got? What kind of what kind of shit did she what kind of shit did she expose? This is the stupidest thing. So I have high blood pressure. 
Oh, uh, man. Just knock like, off the goodies. No, this is the stupidest thing in the world. Like, one time I was coming down the stairs and I got really headed and we took my blood pressure and it was normal. And I was like, why am I sick? So if my blood pressure just stays high, I'm, I'm live life. I feel great. Everything's good. This is the way my body is. You're going to die fast and young, but, but who the fuck cares? Whatever. Maybe you're going yeah, all I'm hard. All in, I'm all in. And yeah. my stomach... My stomach is growing upwards into my chest. It's like a hernia. I don't know. Explain it. But anyways, it's going upwards. So when when people say I I, uh, I feel my food is stuck, I honestly feel my food is stuck. So when I'm eating, either it goes down or it doesn't. And I'm like, yeah, I can feel that. I actually feel my food is stuck. Um, huh. And things that trigger like red sauce. I love pizza. I fucking everything about pizza is my. Oh. Amen. And it hurts me. And I'm like, Ugh. so when I'm eating pizza, it's, it goes one of two ways. It's I can eat three or four slices quick because I have to puke, or I eat one or two, puke, and then live in the middle of the night, I run back and eat a couple more to puke the next morning. I love pizza. <laughs> but yeah, that's but yeah. Worth it. But yeah, oh fuck yeah. Oh my god, yeah. Oh yeah. I, just, I discovered shawarma chicken on pizza. Oh, oh dude. Oh my god. Oh. Yeah, it, it's a whole new level. It's a, there's an orgasm right there. With green olives and and uh, and hot peppers, it just it does everything for me. Hell yeah! I'm gonna order a pizza now. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we're okay. Where's your go-to pizza place in Hamilton? So Alberta pizza sucks. Keep that okay. in mind, and it's super expensive, right? Like you. So so where's your what's your favorite pizza place? So like locally, we have uh, we have a place called Green Hill Pizza. Okay. Um, just because you get like the combos are retarded. Like, you get like two large pizzas, potato wedges, garlic bread, 24 wings, um, and like three dips and carrot celery. And it's like like 45 bucks delivered. Something like that would be like 80 bucks here. No doubt. No, and that's cheap at the center. Yeah. So, like it's nice to have it. But yeah, like uh it's close. The sauce is good. Um, there is a place right across the street from me, uh, but they they don't deliver anymore. It's it's only on Uber and Skip, so I don't deal What's with it that. Called? Stuff, so, uh Bronx. Bronx, okay. Uh, Mario's Pizza was always my favorite in Hamilton. Uh, Labella, Mohawk and Upper, uh, Wentworth, Wellington. I think it's Wellington, yeah. Wellington, that yeah. Mario, yeah. Oh, baby, I know, I know, Holy yeah. Man. Holy and Labella, Labella Pizza, I think it's called, yep. Uh, yeah. Ottawa and Fennel, Ottawa and Fennel, yeah, yeah. I got you, baby. Uh, I know, <laughs> I know. Pizza <laughs> and and you know what, honestly, and Alberta doesn't do pizza by the slice. What? You gotta buy the whole damn box. Um, when I find there's the odd place, it's like finding a hidden gem, and it's like orgasm moment. It's like, oh, there's a fucking yeah, pizza by the slice, and there's no pizza pizza, right? So, so pizza pizza owns another company called Pizza Seventy Three. Pizza Seventy Three runs Alberta, right? Pretty much, not the same pizza though. Way different ingredients. See, I'm not and, a pizza pizza guy. We found actually we found a pizza pizza in oh shit uh, Innisfil, Innisfil just outside uh, just south of Red Deer. We were going home. Casey's like, "Hey, there's a pizza pizza over there." What? We pull in, <laughs> walk in, slices. Grabbed a slice, tasted it. Oh my god, they made it right. And I was awesome. like, "Cha-ching!" Right, That's awesome. and yeah, dude, it's it's crazy. It's crazy. Pizza is crazy expensive here. So what we take for granted over here in Shitty Hamilton, you guys are just dying for. Yeah, and which is weird because apparently Edmonton cracked the list of world's top ten best pizzas, and they made it to number eight. And I'm just like, where? 
<laughs> Post the place you tested. <laughs> Where? That's right? Awesome. And I stop. Every time, like, I've tried probably almost every pizza place in Alberta at least once. Holy shit. Because I worked from the north to the south, the to the east, yeah. to the west, and everywhere in between. And I eat at every pizza joint I can. That's my thing. That's my go-to food. And I know it's bad for me and I puke, but I'm just like, there's nothing easier and, and, and cheaper too. Like, you know, you got to feed all the kids. Let's just grab pizzas. It's yep. it's there. It's easy. It's so simple. And I'm like, I'm going to regret it, but I know this is what I like. I like this. I like it. <laughs> it's terrible. I like it. Yeah. All right, buddy. Well, thanks for coming on, man. No problem. Shoot me your email so I can send you these songs. I will. I'll shoot it to you. And uh, yeah, this uh, this was a lot of fun, man. And yeah, I'm glad I'm glad I was able to get you on. And I knew I knew you know. Okay, April's coming up. Who do I want? Oh my god! I know a band named April. I know a guy who's in a band named April. Shot you the message. You answered almost right away. Right away. <laughs> and I was like, "Fuck yeah, let's do it." Sure. All right, buddy. All right, brother. Thanks for coming on. And thank uh, you. You stay frosty. I'm always frosty. All right, buddy. Thanks. Yes, brother.